Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they are free. February 27th, 2023. It is Monday. How you guys doing? Good. Sleepy over there. Yeah. Did you guys, uh, you guys watching Last of Us? We all are, right? Did we all are. Nick night. didn't see it, though. Oh. I have to wait for my girlfriend to get back from Palm Springs to watch it with her. You are the last of us to watch yes, it. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, going into The Last of Us this week. But I was the first of us to start it. No, I, wa- oh, I watched the first, the first night. I watched the first night. It's not like your Game of Thrones claim. No, I didn't. Claim. I watched it's later. It's not your Game week. of Thrones claim. That was impressive. Like You were like there in the first season. That I can get behind. It. I would probably watch within the first week. The only episode I didn't watch on Sunday night was the first one. You are correct. But after that, I've, but after I've that, I pretty, pretty Sunday quickly watched time. it. Yeah. And I actually, we were discussing at dinner last night. I had low expectations for this episode, but they were, be- it was better than I thought. Really? It's, um, I'll, I'll do, we'll have to, once the entire season comes out, we'll have to do a power rankings of, episodes? of the episodes. It's on the lower, lower half for so me. So far. Yeah. There's definitely a couple episodes in the season so far that have just been like real big setup episodes where they're just kind of like, you know, getting from point A to point B to get to the next yeah, big storyline. Yeah, this was heavy Ellie backstory. And I'm a Pedro Pascal stan, dude. I love that guy. He That's how I felt all. into it. I'm like, I was he's like, in it a bit, but not, not much. But she, it, was a better, it was better than I thought. But yeah, I was on the lower end. I'm honestly. I just, I need him on screen, man. I need him on screen. I mean, he literally just grunted. <laughs> that, not, that gives nothing away. <laughs> he's shot up the board, like the power ranking boards for actors, huh? Yeah. Uh, and he's got I Mandalorian s- coming out right after Last of Us finishes. He's, him, so. he's like the TV version of Jonathan Majors right now. Just like everything he's in is just out. Who? Like, who had back, he is probably going to have, um, with Creed 3 coming out, he's going to have two movies in a row that are um, consecutive box office tops. So, like, he had, Am- uh, whatever, the Quantum Mania movie, that was number one at the box Which office. Which I heard did terrible. Right, but of course, the Marvel well, movie. Well, did well, but it right, right. wasn't good. Critics aren't loving it. Um, and then he's going to have Creed 3, and that's for sure going to be number one at the box office. I've dropped off the Marvel movies. They've dropped off a bit. Yeah. For for another time though. Let's let's Sure. You want to talk about sports? Sports been great. Uh, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Okay, so spring training has started. Mm. Something already happened in one of the games where everybody's been talking about like the pace of the game, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. there are some new rules, and I would love for y'all to just like quickly explain to me the batter's box rule on timing and cuz it resulted in an automatic out in that Braves game, right? Yeah. So you have eight seconds to get into the batter's box, basically. Right. And if you go over that, then it's an automatic strike. So Manny Machado was the first player in MLB history to get an automatic strike because he took too long to get in the batter's box, so he started the count 0-1. Obviously, it's going to take guys time to readjust because, look, your muscle memory, you're, you're used your to playing. Your routine is, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You, your, your entire life. Like right. Some of these guys are in their 30s, and like they've been doing it their entire life. So it's not going to take long, in my opinion. Now they're going to be super focused on 
getting in in the zone quicker. But that Braves thing was 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 crazy because it was like bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, six six, three right? two count, yeah. six six. Like if it's a ball, it's a run that wins the game, and if it's a strike, it's out, pushes it to extras. And I don't think they even do extras. It's a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. It's, it's, yeah, it's a tie. So it literally ended the game on an automatic <laughs> strike, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I, it's ridiculous. I will say, if we're going to do these rules, we got to do these rules. That's it. You can't just, there's no, like, okay, like, circumstance doesn't change when no, the rule applies. Yeah, it doesn't change course. in any sport. Right. I would say that maybe they should not do it in the playoffs. I think they should, there should be a midseason assessment for the pitch clock in the, in, sure. in the batter's box. I think that's fair. Look, I'm interested to see if it affects, like, halfway through the season, if they have an assessment point. Like, what does the ERA look like for guys? Because well, if you're you speeding it lower, I don't know. I just think that, well, if you look at it at both sides, like the pitcher and the batter have to make a decision quicker to like to both lock are in. Sped oh, yeah. up. Right. I don't, yeah. I, if any, if anything, I think ERAs are going to be higher. You think You've, they're just going to grip it and rip it? They have, have less, less time, time to, to be tactical. In, less time to be tactical. Less time yeah. to try to outthink the batter. Yep. Especially if you get behind in, uh, if you get behind an account. Like if you're behind three one, like you you know you don't really have as much time to just try to like really well, unless you're a really skilled pitcher. Go there's, yeah, there's some situation. pitchers that that shake off pitches just nonstop, right? You don't have time to shake off the pitches that your catcher throws down at you. Another thing that I was thinking about as well is that look, how often do guys get gassed when they're out there pitching, right? Sometimes they just need a break to reset. If a guy's gassed and he sees a pitch clock, he's gonna rush his pitches and then he might leave one in the zone and get taken deep. Oh, yeah, you're you, gonna see more fastballs just out of like pure like necessity. Yep. And maybe yeah. like yeah. mound visits just to give them a break here and Those there. Those are like, limited too. Those are limited as well. Yeah. Really? But yeah. You can only you, they are they are speeding this game up. They are hell bent on making this more exciting. I like it. There's, I mean, I'm watching lefties this year. That's like the what shift. I'm, the shift, like it's they. I saw like Vogelbach on the Mets. They bring on. They brought City Field walls in, and then there's no shift. So someone's like, "Oh, he could go off, maybe." But Lindor, yeah, Lindor's a switch hitter. Like Lindor on the left side is gonna be a hell of a lot more dangerous. And Nick and I were talking about you know Yankees, like Yankee Stadium, it, it, the, the short porch there, mm. uh, no shift. Like guys like Rizzo, can they really eat this year? I mean, the lefties, the batting average for lefties is gonna skyrocket a little bit. Just out of like there's because there's guys playing in the outfield like the second base is playing in the outfield right it was ridiculous I I hated the shift honestly I I re- I'm all for like I know you can't measure athleticism I mean I guess you can you can measure anything these days sure but I would I'm more excited to really see some glove work yeah my in my opinion the worst rule of, out of all of them yeah. is the pickoff rule you can only do two pickoffs per batter which in my opinion if you're a guy like Fernando Tatis or you know, someone who can run, you know, Jorge Mateo on the Orioles. Like, you see that the pitcher used his two pickoffs on you. Now you can go at, at any point. You can get the biggest lead that you that you need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you step off, though? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, a, a true step off of the mound as opposed to, <coughs> so, okay, so they've tried to pick you off twice. Really you know, know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he starts running, like, are you not allowed to, like, step off and, like, oh, throw yeah, it a second? Yeah, like, yeah what you it, can. You can yeah, do that. Okay. If, you, if he's stealing, you're stealing, and you can step off the mound and go. But, okay. Or you can get, rush your pitch into home plate, you know, either way. Sure. Try to get, but the thing is, is, like, the, base, the, the bases are bigger, so the path is a little shorter. I mean, 
you're gonna see guys like yeah, I mean they'll they'll work out the kinks obviously like and and guys will figure out like how they want to attack that sure one way or another. Stealing right? is gonna be up for sure though. What'd you say? What do you say? Stealing is gonna yeah. be up. Yeah, that's why I said to you. I was like, I, I really think Acuna can has, is his best shot at MVP, in my opinion. If he can get his pop back up, if he's a 40-40 guy, like he he can really and the Braves win the East, he can win the MVP for sure. Okay, can we can we spring training? Very sure. exciting. We're in the throes of basketball right now. First week back from All Star break. You mentioned MVPs. I think this was one of the craziest weeks in the regular season in, in the NBA I've seen in a long time. Start with Dame last night. Going, seventy-one going for points. seventy-one. Incredible. One could have one three pointer shy of Clay. One three pointer shy of Clay. He has five games over sixty points, which now he's only trailing Wilt and Kobe. Kobe has six games. So I'll get it. He's a top 75 guy, rightly so. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's not leaving Portland. I tweeted out from our account. I said they should retire his jersey this year while he's still playing. <laughs> this year. What? Do they do that? No, they can't do that, but they should. <laughs> like, the guy is like, he is, he's, in, in this era, every other player would have left. Everyone would have been, and, not, and they would have left violently. They'd be like, get me out of here. Yeah. You cannot build. You keep getting these 3 and D guys. They're not working. You've traded McCollum. Like, you know, Anthony Simons, like, you've somewhat replaced him. And, like, all the bigs you brought in don't work. Like, you've gone through coaching changes. Like, you can't keep guys. Like, get me out of here. But, no, he's like, I'm staying in Portland. I'm not leaving. He, he goes, I will live and die a blazer. Yeah. And he continuously puts up these games. I mean, granted, it's against the Rockets, who literally, like, you talk about Bart Scott can't stop a nosebleed. Worst defense in the league, bar none. It's not even just Dame. Like, every time someone steps up against the Rockets, they are going off. Whoever the best player is, if you, if you see, like, Giannis or somebody going against the Rockets and it's not a rest game, you bet the over on their point. I think, the there's, like, I think there's, like, 10 superstars that have scored over 45 points against them this season. Or someone like did that. it twice. Yeah, well, the I think only was, thing that I would be concerned about is getting pulled mid-game, right? Like, let's say you're hovering around that over, you know, and you're, like, in the fourth quarter, and you only need, like, five more points, but there's, like, you know, eight minutes left in the game, and that player's not going to play because you're blowing him out by 20 points. The thing is, right. is like, they're But so, he needed to play, though. Yeah. They are so bad defensively, but they're competent offensively. Like, they have guys that can, yeah. you know— they do. Like they can, can put they a just, point. They no, can put they, a point. They can dude. score. They just like it's. it's they're a better throw, offensive throw, team. Throw, it's like pickup basketball. That's the signs of a young team, though. Yeah, but they're better offensively than the Spurs, probably, or the Pistons. Yeah. Well, the Sam, Pistons are missing their best player, so that's they are be- all things in con- in, into consideration. They are probably yeah. better they, than them offensively as it stands right now. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Green is. I uh, enjoy those three franchises. The best score on between all three of those franchises. Fact, I enjoy watching. Uh, I enjoy watching the Spurs on offense more than I enjoy watching the Rockets right now. They're they're chaotic. It's kind of just all one on one ball. Like the Spurs team is b- really bad talent wise, but like they have some fun guys. I, guys I actually would good. challenge that. I think Keldon Johnson might be as good of a scorer right now as Jalen Green is, averaging twenty plus points per game. He gets to his spots. Like he's obviously older, more mature. He's played in the league longer. He knows. How to pick and choose, but, but for a guy like who's who's more likely to go over thirty five plus, Jalen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. But so, they also Malachi Branham was awesome. He's really good. I mean, there's guy. I mean, they're, they're uh, they'll turn around quicker than most. But yes, yeah, so Dame, unbelievable. We were watching not, at dinner last night. Not an MVP candidate. Um, 
I respect that he wants to stay in Portland. It's amazing. <laughs> but I would lo- like he's a guy, and this is saying selfishly as an NBA fan, not as a Portland fan, because if he was a Maverick, I'd be like, stay on the Mavs for the rest of your career. Of right. course, I love that. I love that Dirk stayed with us. <laughs> um, but I want to see him try and go get some hardware too, which like it's a shame. They can. Like the crazy thing is, is they have to just be in a. The Blazers were in that position where they are drafting in the middlings of the first round, where it's a little bit harder. It just is a little bit harder to hit. I'm not saying you never hit because you have guys like, you know, Giannis, you know, you have guys like Kawhi, you know, the other guys that are Nash, like, you know, guys that are in the middlings of the first round that you hit on all the time. Yeah, but But I would love to see them be in a position where they're picking in the top five. They don't have they don't have the time even to pick a guy that's in the top five, top seven. Those guys, it takes time for those guys to develop. Giannis didn't win his first title until he was 26. Tatum still hasn't won his title, but he's been there. Like, and and he's way ahead of schedule. Yeah, most they didn't have NBA a Dame, stars, but they didn't come into a Dame situation. I know, but Dame's thirty four years old. Like, you don't have five years to play with to build you have a roster. Like, it's or you're done, or you're done, or you're the Blazers, yeah. and you're like, this is it. We had fun. He's and he'll be the best player. Blazer of all time. So there you go. And like, he already you know, is. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Uncle Bill, pretty good. He wanted one yeah. chip. True. Claude, you know, Drexler. I mean, he was amazing. Unfortunately, your Mavs are on the on the losing end of a massive collapse. But again, like, just like from an NBA fan standpoint, like massive collapse, biggest blown lead of the season. Um, the Lakers like now kind of have a team. Like they had they had legit three guys. Uh, you know, five weeks ago, a month and a half ago, Palinka deserves a lot of credit because they have ten guys that can crack a playoff rotation now on their team. I don't know how he did it. I don't either. He had nothing to work with. He, like, fleeced these people. There's, like, a has to be some sort of, like, bent card, Patrick Ewing conspiracy going on in the NBA where it's like, all right, let's just make the Lakers better. What team, be what team in the NBA do you think has, the, has had the most NBA players on their team at one point? You know what I mean? Like, like in one regular like, season? Like, if you take, if you, no, if you take, like, all of the players in the NBA, mm. which team have the most players played for. I feel like the Lakers are up there. Got to be. Cuz they're a ro- they're a championship team will rotate the rotational guys. Right. I think a lot of it has to do with like who is the star on this team. And a guy like LeBron, like how many different guys has LeBron played with in his career? Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. So guys drawing all you, you have to look at the top and the bottom. So right. guys like doing like a a, re, like a like a revamp in like Sacktown, like hey, like, yeah. let me get my value back up in Sacramento. <laughs> Or Detroit. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have done stints there. I mean, if if Presti's, you know, th- if the Thunder existed as a franchise for a longer time, like they have just like dealt guys like left and right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, like, but obviously they. But obviously, compared to like the historical franchises, they're nowhere close to right. some of those other teams. I think guys have done stints in the Knicks. Everyone wants to go get a shake in New York. Yeah, that's, that's like, how I feel about the Lakers though in L.A. Oh yeah, no. I think you're. I think you're right on the money. The Lakers probably being the top dog in that category, and the, this team they have right now, you have AD, who when he plays is AD, LeBron, uh, Schroeder, Vanderbilt, D'Lo. Like this is a Malik Beasley, Beasley. Bamba, Reeves, Lonnie Walker. Like when I said that's they're like legit. That's, you just listed nine. Eight that was nine. That was nine. That's yeah. nine dude deep. Like you guys are not nine dude deep. Are you realistically like like that? Um, we're probably like eight, eight or nine. <clears throat> Once Kleba comes back, he didn't play in that game. We desperately needed him because Vanderbilt had 15 rebounds. Davis had 13 rebounds. They dominated the paint. Um, but that game, and then there was the earlier in the week, 
the 176-175 game between the Kings and the Clippers. And then Jokic had a triple-double against the Clippers last night. Like, the NBA product, I guess these guys are just like, it's time. Like, it's time to, to go. Yeah. Well. And it's been great on this all past those, week. On all those franchises, the Clippers are dangerous, I still think. They lost another – they lost an OT game to the Nuggets. They lost that OT game to the Kings. To me, they still are a very dangerous team that is getting cooking. And I think this is – we were talking about it last night. This is the best place for Russ. Played I well agree. With Paul George in Oklahoma City. There's a familiarity still in Los Angeles without, like, the yep. gaudy Doesn't Laker have to move. Like, doesn't have to worry about any of that. Right. Still, still at, home, at home, too. Yeah. yeah. Like the gaudy Laker nation. Kawhi breathe, makes everyone better. Yeah, yeah, breathing down your neck. Ty Lue is a veteran coach. He's also, like, if you bring Russ off the bench, like, in a playoff series, that's something you really have to deal with. Like – he, he's just a guy that you can't like you have to spend some effort and time to game plan against because his motor is just nonstop. That's the crazy thing. It's like his he wasn't able to mold his game for what the game became, which was a you know, raining threes, a good sure. primary ball handler. But he hasn't lost a step. It's not like he's gotten slower. His game is still kind of the and same. And he, he even might be like 10% slower, but like he was so fast and dynamic before He's that it doesn't even matter. Athlete. Like, like his game is still kind of the same. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, yeah, you're, when he's when you're bringing your second unit in the, in the playoffs and it's Russ. And you have to deal with that. It's a lot. It's a lot. So to me, they're dangerous. To me, Jokic is such a marvel. The way he gets triple doubles is so efficient, dude. It's not like yeah. the 40 he got... It's just, it's not like it. I mean, there was times where James Harden and Russ, like, they'd get like these unbelievable triple doubles, but like, they'd Harden would be like six of 22 from the field, and he'd be like 17 of 18 from the line, which is great. You're a great free throw shooter. You get to the line, it's easy opportunities. Yeah. Praiseworthy for sure. Yeah. Praiseworthy for sure. Yes. But like, at the same time, the six of 22 is nothing to write home about. Very ugly, in my opinion. We're. Jokic understands kind of the triple-double he has to get. He goes, sorry, right, sometimes I have to be 18, 15, and, and 16. Sometimes I have to be 40, 17, and 10. Like, yeah. he plays within his team, and he doesn't, ha- he doesn't have to be the guy that scores 35-plus a game. And he, I think he gets that, and he, yeah. he, he, that's why their team is firing on all cylinders. So is frankly. he still, for you, the MVP? Yeah, I mean, you know what? If Embi- Dude, if 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 Embiid had hit that shot against the Celtics and it it had been on time, so he hit a three quarter court chuck, ridiculous that Paul he hit George it. hit one too. Yeah, if neither counted, if Embiid had counted, I feel like the momentum would have swung his way because he was dominant in that game against the Celtics. And Tatum had an awesome three pointer at the very end after not having a great game. But that was another game this past week that was that yeah. Was but awesome. Jalen had a good game. The thing yeah. is, is, the C's is like. I, you know, that was an awesome game to watch. We were down by a bunch. And again, it's the NBA. They're just so deep, though. Like, Horford hit five threes. Derek, Derek White contributed. Yeah. His, Brogdon's going to be the sixth man of the year. Deservedly so. Yeah. I, and so, if this team's, it's just, is Rob Will healthy? Muscala was another like smart pickup. And he, the Celtics team is, is very strong. I think the Kings team's fun. Like, you bring them up. Like, Malik Monk with, paired back with De'Aaron Fox. I mean, yeah, Charlotte it's a cool, is, cool Kentucky Charlotte reconnect. Desolate, dude. But yeah. even they, like, they kind of rattled some off recently. Like Charlotte, Charlotte. Like they're not. I think the Charlotte of like the three crap teams I mentioned before is probably better offensively. They have Lamelo, right? But the place that I would least like to end up if I were a prospective draft pick, Charlotte. Yeah, because their franchise, by and large, their history, franchise history stinks. No, thank you. Yeah, it, it's garbage. Uh, 
well, there's going to be a lot of new players in the NFL yep. ending up spots. Draft. Combine starts today. Yeah, people are in Indy um, or, or this week. Um, and it came out that the Bears are leaning towards – they were never going to trade Justin Fields. For what? To run it on a, on a rookie quarterback? It just sets – yeah, it resets your, your quarterback clock, but it also sets you back. Like you just had a guy that ran for a thousand plus yards, and to me, their offensive line was not great. Their weapons still aren't that great. Like he did it with no. not a lot around him. The run game was mediocre and banged up. He had Komet, who I like. Mooney got hurt. Claypool was in and out of the lineup, and he came to the team late. Again, I think this Bears team, I think they're in a really strong position. I was kind of rattling like what I would do if I was them. Ideally, I would move back to the four with Indy. Let Indy go up, let them start the draft, take their quarterback. Best case scenario, they take Bryce Young because I think across the NFL, teams are more interested in Levis, Stroud, and now we're hearing Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson can be the first guy to take. You're saying that way they guarantee that two quarterbacks will will go off the board? Because I think think Houston will, if it's not Bryce Young, I think Houston will go with Stroud or go with Levis. Uh, or Anthony Richardson, and, and really, you know, take their sweet time developing those guys. Then you're, I mean, people are talking about Arizona taking a quarterback. I think if two quarterbacks go for, like bang bang, you could see the Raiders move up from seven to three, and then the Raiders take the third quarterback. All of a sudden, you're the Panthers, and like, if it is Anthony Richardson, or if it is, you know, well, whoever it is, it's the fourth quarterback. You're the Bears. Like, you could do a double trade back. Mm. You could really control – you could do – you could go from one to four and four to like eight or nine, wherever they're sitting at. You could really control the draft here. Just see how things play out. Yeah. and just get, get as many team. assets as possible and still get one of the best players available. And you don't have to get picks. Yeah. You, you don't – You get picks. Well, you don't have to just get picks, I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. You can get players. You can go, you can go back to the indie and go, hey, let me get Michael Pittman. Or you can go get picks and go, hey, Carolina, let me get DJ Moore in that deal. And then you have then you, all of a sudden you've gotten your pick from Indianapolis, and you've gotten your wide receiver and DJ Moore, who's a true number a one, true one, yeah. true one. And then now you're now you're cooking. Yeah. So to me, I, I look at the news coming out about Chicago not trading. Obviously, they're not going to do that. I don't think they're in a position. I still think the the roster offensively is around Justin Fields. Very, they would really need to homer like in this draft, and they're not. There's not like an offensive player, like an offensive. There was a sick offensive tackle to take first overall. Like, all right, you go make the pick, but there isn't. So you're probably it behooves you to kind of move back, move yeah. back again. Uh, and if they can be there at like nine or whatever eight, wherever Carolina's drafting, I think it's nine. Then they can take Gilbert's choice of whoever's there for offensive tackle: Skronsky, Broderick Jones, Paris Johnson, something along those lines. Uh, I'm with you. But, yeah, that's that's what's going on in Chicago today. Cool. Excited to see these guys uh, display some of their talents and yeah, their 40, traits in the combine. It's 40, great. 40 is always fun. I uh, wonder if anyone – well, I can't wait till the day that someone like runs an official less than, like, 4-2. I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> Why? Really? Someone will do it eventually. I don't know. I mean – Never seen it. Maybe, seen feel like maybe that's just like our human limits. Record. Like modern athletes just get better and better, <clears throat> like at everything. Maybe just like our human limits just don't can't go sub. They said people couldn't run a four a sub four mile, and they're now they're doing it like easily, like high schoolers. Really? Yeah. 
I saw a kid at UGA like just break the world record in something. I think it was a, the like the one lap around the track. I think he did it in like the four hundred. Yeah, the four hundred. I think he did it in like forty-four seconds. <laughs> That's absurd. Which is absurd. And it looked like he was just kind of jogging. It's ridiculous. All right, Daily Stripe. We'll see you guys next time. Fisher, Tosopolis, Snacks, Crider, Huckaborns. <laughs>